Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the 10-12, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. Yes, I still sound like garbage. I think I sound worse today than I did on Monday or Tuesday, whatever. The day the show went up a day late, whatever. Um, I'm, I'm going to get past this. I am. I'm going to get over it. It, it will go away eventually. Uh, in the meantime, I'll just keep doing my best to sound as po- good as possible, I guess. Uh We'll see. Uh, luckily, I am not alone, so I don't have to do all the talking. Uh, joining me, as they always do, for our Thursday Picks episode, Daniel Alexander. What is up? Great to be here. We all uh, we all had a good little week last week. Congrats, boys. And he is back, finally. Chris Ross. Yeah, I'm healthy. Tooth is fixed. Good to go. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that one of us is healthy. You know, that's a good thing because, you know, it would be nice if I could also be healthy, but say lobby, here we are. Okay. And now I fixed this mic issue that's driving me crazy and I think we're good to go. Okay. Oh man. I, if, if I only had the time to tell you the tale that the last week has been anyways, uh, enough lamenting my week. Um, Daniel, you, you did point it out. We all had a pretty good week last week. We all went four and three. We tied again for the second week in a row. We all tied with winning weeks, so congrats to all of us. We are all quite successful. So if you if you chose our picks, well, you can't choose all our picks. That wouldn't make any sense. But we all won, so congrats to us. Um, Chris, you went 4-3. and three, uh, Hit on Baylor, plus 5.5. Hit on Kansas State, minus 6.5. Hit on Oklahoma State, minus 13. And your dog of the week, East Carolina, was correct. Congrats to her. Uh, missed on Iowa State, minus 10.5. We all did. Kiss of death. Uh, missed on Texas, minus 30.5. Missed on Coastal, minus 10.5 for a 4-3 and three week bringing your total to 38 and 41 on the season. Chris, how do you feel you did? Yeah. Coastal letting me down a little bit. Might might have to get off the train, uh, but ECU East Carolina, much to Daniel's chagrin <laughs> doing me good the last two weeks. I think we found Chris's new train to ride uh, and that would be the, uh, the ECU train. Yeah, and that's a bumpy train to ride. Go <laughs> well, right there. Hey, Go I, right. I, hey, I joke. I joke. If it ain't broke. <laughs> Uh, Daniel also four and three hit on under 63 in Baylor, Oklahoma hit on Kansas plus 30 and a half. That doesn't happen often hit on Oklahoma state minus 13 hit 
on the under 46 and a half in San Diego State, Nevada, but just by a little bit, but it still counts. Uh, uh, I we said I I like I think I called the score exactly on the pod. You, I think you yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, so. Missed on West Virginia plus six and a half. Missed on Iowa State minus ten and a half. And your upset pick Duke not even close, sir. Uh, yeah, they actually didn't get out of the locker room. That was just a forfeit. So uh. <laughs> you know we talk about teams that quit. Like Temple is a team that has quit. I think Duke's a team that's quit. I'm kicking myself for that Iowa State pick. Um, I had it all lined up and I can't believe I totally forgot to bring it up and I've brought it up in the past about Iowa state. So it makes it even worse. This was another sandwich spot for them. And Matt Campbell doesn't do well. <laughs> We've been talking about, or I've been talking about <laughs> Iowa state schedule uh, this year with the sandwich spots. I mean, back when we started on the, the wins pod, it was like, dude, they're going to have a really hard stretch where they've got to go on the road for these tough games, West Virginia, being one of them. And then last week, the other one, before they play big games, it's like, I cannot believe I picked them minus 10 and a half in that spot. That was my own fault. And yeah, here we are. I'll, I'll eat the loss. That's on me. But, you know, we'll, we'll get into this, but to your credit, Iowa State is a team that should not be having letdowns in sandwich games if you're going to go compete for the Big 12. If this is your year to be the best team you've ever had, you, and right now it hasn't been your the greatest season, but you're still in Big 12 title contention. There's still a chance, and then you go let yourself get caught. Oh, I hey, I agree. I I'm, I wasn't too high on them this year. I chose the under on our pick spot. Yep. Well, I mean, it's had, hey, Campbell's in his press conference. You know, his the goal they set this year was not to to win. Uh, conference championship the goal has been one thing that's become the best version of ourselves we can become here's here's what i'll say on this because i do want to say something that's cute that's um, dude i got i'm sorry to get us off before we even get to pick. no it's okay I, I wanted to talk about this comment um we talk all the time two things can't be true uh, because what he is saying is very similar to what nick saban says all the time his best nick saban has said his best teams are the ones whose goal at the beginning of the season is not to win a championship and you, that's an easy thing to say when you win championships all the time. But the idea is it's the same thing as if you want to be successful in life, you, your goal should not be to make money. Your goal should be able to find success in something and money should be a byproduct of that. The same thing for Iowa State. This is, that's what Campbell is saying. Now, let me finish. Is if they are successful as a team and successful in developing these players and doing all the other things right, then wins should be a byproduct and a championship should be a byproduct of that. So I'm not arguing. I believe he thinks this. I'm not saying that his his logic is wrong. The problem is it falls hollow when it's not like you came out at the beginning of the season and said championship is not our goal. If that was what you wanted to, to have as the the message, then that message should have come out in August and September and, and July, not in November when a championship is completely out of reach. Um, yes, mathematical, blah, 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 blah. A championship is out of reach. And so it kind of is, I'm not saying he's, he's BSing us, but it's, it's too late to try and sell that message to, to fans or the media or to anybody who's been paying attention to or rooting for Iowa state this year. The problem is, isn't the message because you're right. Other coaches do say similar things. But, you know, when Saban says that, he says it after he won the championship. He doesn't say it after a loss. 
when when that gets taken away. Well, that wasn't our goal anyway. Shucks. Well, he didn't say it unprovoked. He was asked about is this season disappointment because well, you're not going to win championship. Of course, and so of course what response is again? Question. And and you're not going to be like, yeah, they, these kids they're not going to win championships for the season. Like you're going to give again. Well, it just it, yeah. I, I'm not I'm I'm not necessarily trying to defend him, but I, I'm not I I don't like when people are like he's full of it. I'm like no, I, I think he's being real with us. Um, it's it's a very Matt Campbell thing. I just it's just kind of one of those things like well that's that's great, but you should have said that five months ago to set the uh, expectation as opposed to just telling us now. Here's the thing for anybody listening. It's not a all or nothing deal. You can believe that Matt, that coach Matt Campbell is a fantastic coach. You can believe he's a fantastic fit for Iowa state. You can hope he doesn't go anywhere, but you can still criticize him when there's things that stand out. Yes. You don't necessarily agree with you're allowed to have your opinion and it doesn't mean you're condemning him. It doesn't mean you don't think he's a good coach. You don't, it doesn't mean you, you want him gone. It just means you don't agree with that particular issue. I mean, on the plus side for Iowa State fans, messaging like that. Yeah. Nick Saban does it, but from Matt Campbell, I mean, to me, he's not going anywhere anytime soon. Um, Cause that's not what they want to hear at Notre Dame or Michigan or Ohio State. Um, okay. Daniel, your season total is 38 and 41. You guys are tied. I'm at three under 500. I also went four and three last week. Baylor plus five and a half hit over 47 in Kansas State, West Virginia hit over 61 in Texas, Kansas hit uh, hit on my non-big 12 of Arkansas minus two and a half. Thank you for that overtime win. Uh, missed on Iowa State minus 10 and a half as we all did. Missed on TCU plus 13 and a half. Don't care. Uh, and my dog of the week, UTEP. Another close but loss three straight dog. Loss. I knew once the, the streak ended, it was going to, it was just going to get bad. Uh, but I was four and three. I am at 43 and 36 on the season and uh, retain my five game lead over the two of you uh, with, you know, a lot of games to go, a lot of games to go. So still plenty of opportunity for you guys to catch up. Um, we, need, we need you. Uh, we need you to have a really bad week this week. Thank you. Chris, I could use it. I could use some good things. Okay. I've been (laughs) sick for five days. Might have been a terrible week just the rest of the year. I want you to get better. Uh huh. But no, you know, I want your health to improve, but Uh your picks. Uh huh. You're up. Sure. Sure. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate it. Um, okay. Uh, before we get to, to all of that, Let's talk about one of the fantastic sponsors here for the 1012 Podcast and 1012 Network, and that is our longest-running sponsor, our good friends at Home Field Apparel, the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel you will find anywhere. Uh, Home Field is going to be running their Black Friday deal starting uh, November 26th, it's Black Friday, and running through November 29th on Cyber Monday. So that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. That's four days. All items on that four days is going to be 20% off. You don't need a code. So look, if you want to buy 15% off your first purchase before that, you can use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2. That's cool. If not, that's fine. Wait till Black Friday. Wait till Cyber Monday, November 26th to 29th. You're going to get 20% off. No code required. Items are subject to sell out. And Homefield is asking everybody, get those orders in early, okay? The warehouse, the shipping carriers all have time to get it ready for you. Stuff is taking a while, folks. Okay. It's taking time. So if you want to have that home field apparel sweatshirt, hoodie, 
t-shirt under the tree on Christmas morning. Not like, hey, here's an IOU because I didn't, I waited until December 20th to order it. Order it soon. Okay, because remember, they've got a good chunk of Big 12 schools. Current Big 12 schools, including Texas, Texas Tech, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Iowa State. And future Big 12 schools, BYU, Houston, and UCF are just some of the more than 100 schools they have available. Okay. Also, their Triblend, Greg, Crewnecks, and Oatmeal hoodies are back in stock. They're a very popular item. They've been out for a while. They've got some back. So, oh, by the way, they also have stickers. They're going to add more stickers. The stickers are cool. I don't have stickers. I've got now jeans like all over the place. So, homefieldapparel.com, 20% off. Uh, Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Start making your plans. Go now. Go to the website. Go to homefieldapparel.com. Pick your things. Get it in your basket. Okay? Go ahead. Just start picking all the things you want and get and save that. Keep that tab open. And be ready to save big on the most comfortable vintage college sports apparel this holiday season. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by my brother, Jeremy J.N. Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. We do the Raspy Voice Kids podcast If you love West Virginia University, you will love our podcast. If you don't care about West Virginia University, you will love our pop culture segment. It begins every single episode. You can join in the fun anytime, anyplace. Get at your boys. I'm going to start making you guys do these ad reads. I can't even even talk. This is is atrocious. People are going to turn this off and be like, his audio is awful. Like, no, it's just his voice. Go back and just go back in and uh, edit an old one. Throw I'm I'm waiting for Wetzel's live tweeting of this later. Uh, we'll see if we'll see if he he uh, he gets to this one. He missed uh, he missed Tuesdays. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have fun with this one. Um, okay, let's make some picks. We're taking long enough to get to this point. We talk about all sorts of things. Uh, let's make some picks. It's time. Uh, we go in chronological order as we always do, and because we all had the same score last week. We got to do something here. You know what we're going to do? You know what we're going to do? We're uh, in honor of one of my favorite podcasts, All Fantasy Everything. We're going to have a rollicking game of rock, paper, scissors. So everybody get your hands up. Let's go. I realize that podcasting is a visual medium. All right. We do rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. Everybody good? All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh, Daniel and I with scissors, crisp paper. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> Two rocks, rock, paper, scissor, shoot. Two scissors, rock, paper, scissor, shoot. Two rocks, rock, flip a coin, paper, scissor, shoot. You want gotcha. a winner? Oh, ah, uh, yes. I'm sure everyone is like, all right. Can we? <laughs> that was we very enthralling for the listening audience. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. All right, I I will go first this one. Uh, as I said, we go in chronological order, so we will kick things off with Oklahoma hosting Iowa State. OU coming off their first loss of the season. Iowa State coming off another really unexpected loss this time to Texas Tech. Uh, there we go. Oklahoma opened as like an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. This one's down to about three-and-a-half. Over or under around 59 to 60, depending where you shop around. Um, uh it's to, at this point, we've got OU, who's got a quarterback controversy again. Um, do we see Caleb Williams back out there? Is, is Spencer Rattler the guy for the rest of the season? Quarterback controversy? Yeah. 
We don't, because his hand was hurt? Come on. Rather came out and fell down on third down. There's no controversy. I, oh, I, okay. Uh, we got Iowa State. Team. Like, I don't trust either team. And that's the problem here. Um, like, at all. I don't, I don't want to take the line. Because I, I, I think Oklahoma wins this game. I don't think they lose back-to-back. I don't think they lose to Iowa State again. This Iowa State team, I don't trust them enough to go on the road and beat Oklahoma in Norman. I'm going to take the over. I I feel pretty good that these are two teams whose defenses are good but not great and are continuing to have some... Look, Iowa State's defense is good. Second half is fantastic. Iowa State's at the over five times this season compared to four times for the under. Um, Oklahoma has hit the over one, two, three, four, five, six, seven times a season. Um, I, I'm going to take, no, eight, six times a season. I'm going to take the over in this game. I, I think the defenses will, will be okay, but I can get this at 15. Daniel, how do we feel about, no, Circa has a 59. Perfect. I'm going to take a 59 and take the over 59 for OU and Iowa State. Uh, Daniel, what do you want to do here? Okay. This is a tough one. This is a game I probably won't be betting. At least it's uh, it, it, it won't be on my play sheet. But really interesting stat here that I love. I, so I don't love Matt Campbell as a coach overall, but this is a great spot for him, actually. Matt Campbell, off a loss, is 11-4 and four against the spread as a dog. He, his teams respond very well. Um, and, he's, and, and that margin, too – meaning what does he cover the spread by after that loss happens? Uh, it, it's almost six points. So it's like he almost covers a spread by a touchdown, which in this case would be he wins the game. Uh, so, you know, we were talking before we roll in the pod of, uh, you know, I don't love Matt Campbell. I don't think he manages the schedule well, especially sandwich spots. We saw it last week. We saw it against West Virginia. But he does prep his teams well for these sorts of games. I just off. love Daniel making friends with Texas Tech Nation, with the Mountain people. Now with all the Iowa State fans, they're going to love him. This is amazing. Oh, look, look, uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Overall, Iowa State, I picked them to go under their win total this year. I wasn't buying all the, the – that, dude, that was so silly. What, what did they start the year at? Ten or so, eight in the country or something. Like, give me a break. Come on. But yeah, this is a great spot for Matt Campbell for, for, and, and for teams he coaches. He's a – a dog coming off a loss. The guy hits against the spread. Give me Iowa State. I'm gonna. I mean, it was six down to four. There's a reason for that. I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the line move. Give me that plus four. I could get you three and a half. No, no, I want four. Give me points. Oh, you want four? Oh, no, that's right. That's you're, right. Yeah. You're, you're trying to. You're looking for an edge so you can keep your lead. I'm just. You know, I'm just offering. That What's was Peppermill awesome. got Peppermill's hanging a ten. I'm <laughs> heading up there. I'm ha- hanging up there Saturday. Give me the four. Iowa State's gonna cover. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, we talked about this a little bit. Sooners are coming off, you know, the loss to Baylor. The the issues they've had this season where they haven't looked completely crisp or they've kind of gotten away with some things and, and squeaked it out in the end. It finally kind of caught up to them, and it cost them. A lot of it, what stood out to me, was, yes, Caleb Williams didn't look – he didn't have that sooner magic that he'd had the, the last few weeks. But a lot of it was the play calling. It was kind of this all or nothing scheme that Lincoln Riley had gone with where everything was deep route. There were very few intermediate routes. 
Um, they had some screen passes, but it's more of an extension of the run game. It was just run or deep pass, run or deep pass. And then right before the half, Williams had his hand stepped on, clearly affected his deep ball. They kept trying to go to the deep ball. He was missing the guys five, 10 yards. It wasn't even close. They bring Radler in. He fell down on third down. They went right back to Williams, even with the hurt hand. There's no QB controversy there, but it wasn't their greatest game. But to me, it was more about the game plan itself than their individual play. I'm not going to fault Williams for the freak injury to his hand. It's, he's supposed to be good to go this week. Um, that'll be good for them. For Iowa State, the letdown, like I said, for a team that you can't afford a loss at this point, if, if you want to make the Big 12 championship game, you got to win. To overlook Texas Tech, I understand you're coming off the Texas win. You have Oklahoma up next. To overlook Texas Tech, though, is inexcusable, especially like it's just it shouldn't have happened. I agree with Daniel. There are some coaching issues there. I mean, I'm a Mac fan, not going to. But like I said earlier, you, you're allowed to have concerns, even if you like the guy or, or believe he's a great coach. Um, But I don't like what he said after the game. Iowa State just this season being the hunted. We thought they might have problems with it. We didn't know how they're going to hold up to it. It just, it hasn't gone well. I don't know how much they believe in themselves at this point. Yes, they still have an outside shot to make the Big 12 playoff but, or the Big 12 championship game, but I don't know. If they're going to have any chance in this, they have to establish a run. Brees Hall was held to his lowest output of the season. Uh, your first per carry was only, only averaged 2.8 uh, against the Red Raiders. That's insane. They're going to have to – OU doesn't have the best run defense. They're going to have to establish the run there. I just – I can't get past the whole – well, the Big 12 wasn't – the Big 12 championship wasn't our goal anyway. You, you know who wants to win the Big 12? Oklahoma. I think they bounce back. I think the play calling is better. The game plan is better. Yeah, a healthy Caleb Williams right now is better than Brock Purdy. That dude can literally only play in October. All right, OU, OU minus three and a half. Okay, all right. Uh, moving on down, we've got West Virginia hosting Texas in a must-win game for both teams to reach eligibility. Uh, bowl eligibility. Both teams are four and six. Uh, loser to a bowl game this year. Uh, winner has another shot. That's one more win. They get to it. Uh, West Virginia, which is just insane. Just crazy to say. Uh, after what we thought Texas might be this way. I mean, after the first half against West Virginia, good grief. Uh, West Virginia is about a three-point favorite at home over Texas. Uh, over under is currently, oh, it refreshed on me, uh, 61 and a half. Daniel, what do you want here, man? Uh, Got to go to someone else waiting for my uh, comp to load here. Waiting all for right. all my numbers to come I'll take out. it. Chris. So the biggest thing here is obviously that Bijan Robinson's out for the season. Yes, I know Texas lost to Kansas in football again. <laughs> oh. No, at home this time. At in, home. No, it's a, it's a big deal. I mean, like, I want to make fun, but at the same time, like, I don't want to pile on. I, I don't know. It's it's pretty bad. It doesn't get worse than that. If there's any doubt that Coach Sarkeesian had lost the locker room, him basically coming out that game and then coming out and saying they could see it. Uh, it was the code. I could easily see us with 33 <coughs> new scholarship players on a roster next fall. Yes, mm-hmm. you're going to lose seniors. Yes, you lose super seniors. Yes, you're bringing in 22 people, but that's still 11 spots to make up in 
transfers or um, JUCOs. You know, I mean, that's that's a lot. That's basically saying – and saying it when you said in the middle of the season like this, that's basically saying, I don't want these guys here. You know, they're going to leave or they don't want to be here. Uh, I could see – I could easily see them losing the next two. I, they, they just don't believe themselves, especially at that game. Uh, normally, I would expect Texas to come out and make a statement after such an embarrassing loss. I'd expect any team to do that. However, this team is broken. Sarkeesian is openly talking about the turnover. It's just there's no doubt that when the Longhorns, when they walk into the stadium, they're going to want to win. Everybody wants to win. When they get off the bus, they're going to want to win. The problem is if you're not putting in the work during the week, if you're, if you're disgruntled and frustrated with the season, isn't going your way, and you're not putting in the, the studying in, in the play – what am I trying to say here? If, you, if you're not putting in, if you're not studying those team, if you're not putting the work, the work on the practice field, you can't just show up and want to win. It's not enough, right? We saw that. That's what we saw against Kansas. That Kansas wanted to win. Texas wanted to win. That's why they kept tying the game and kept storming back. They just didn't believe it, and they didn't put the effort in the whole time. In 2016, Texas dropped a 5-6 and six on the season when they lost to Kansas. They had one game up left. They were coming off the embarrassing loss. They needed the one win to get to bowl eligibility. They were stomped by a five and five TCU team. They lost 31 to nine. Let me take West Virginia to get this win and cover the two. I can get you a two and a half. I get uh, bet MGM. Okay. We'll give it to him this time. It says it's bet MGM. What do you? I mean, I thought that one was legit. Oh, it's legit. Okay. Oh, it's legit. I just want to make him earn it. Don't blame me. Blame blame the lion. Um, it's Philip that you want to have to have the bad week. Philip. No, he wants you to have a bad week too, so he can pull ahead of you. Uh, Daniel, you ready? Ready to rock. Hit it. Um, I'm going with the under here. We're still right over a key number of fifty six and a half. This thing opened fifty nine and a half. Uh, at Circa, Circa, uh, someone with a Circa account hit it right away. Basically, right when this thing opened, someone hit this thing at 59, instantly dropped down to 57 and a half. Really big clue there that someone is plugged in like this under. Uh, it got hit again at GT Bets. That's why it's sitting now at 56 and a half. Uh, if you can find me at 57, it's probably fake. But um, West Virginia, I think, is going to win this game. I... Uh, I don't know that last week was rock bottom for Texas. And I know that sounds crazy. Like, how can it not be, right? They lost as a 31-point favorite. Uh, someone, one of you two correct me, right? I, I saw some crazy stat. First time since 1950-something that, that uh, there was a loss that bad. No Big 12 team had ever lost as a 30-plus point favorite, and they did. <laughs> okay. So since cavemen were roaming the earth, that's how long it's been. Yep. Um, I don't think it's the bottom though. I think Texas is going to have um, like, like this is going to be a painful few weeks out here. The only way this is going to work for Sark, if he just totally uh, completely cleans house of culture uh, and, and it's either going to be him that goes, or it's going to be, he's going to get his players and he's going to make it work. So uh, this year, 
it's over. I, I can't picture a lot of these kids coming out and really wanting to play uh, for this coach this week. This almost feels like, like, I'm not going to say a blowout, but like a mini blowout, you know, 27, 10, you know, 30, 14, something like that West Virginia victory. So give me that under. Hmm. So the biggest problem for Texas besides the, the cultural issues is defensive coordinator Pete Kwiatkowski, who is so dead set on running his system, despite the fact that the players don't fit it, and is so dead set on not adjusting his defensive schemes and and call and 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 plans in game when it's not working. The Texas's defense in the second half is so bad. It's why Texas has been so good defensively early and so bad in the second half because offenses adjust and Texas doesn't. Pete Kwiatkowski is. If if any sort of staff changes come, and I realize you don't want to have to have a fourth defensive coordinator in four years, but it might behoove Texas to to move off of of Pete, um, especially for Sark. I I'm going against you, Daniel. I'm taking the over fifty six and a half. Um, the stuff that I have looked at has this closer to the original line of 59. Um, so I'm going to ride the over. I realize the under has been very, very good in the Big 12 as of late. But I, I think as we're getting into the year and the bad teams are bad, and so you're seeing less hustle, I, I don't know how much this Texas team is going to give. Um, West Virginia, I think, really, really wants to get to a bowl game. I think they're going to be motivated at home to get this win. I think... I think shootout or a blowout could be right. I just think West Virginia might put up more. And as good as West Virginia's defense has been, they still give up points. I I think I'm going to take the over because I I think West Virginia might put up more than you think they will. So moving on down, TCU hosting Kansas. TCU, a team that, ooh, ooh, who's playing quarterback? Because it ain't Duggan. It might not be Chandler Morris. Uh, it might not be uh, the other kid whose name just escaped me. Uh, they don't have a healthy scholarship running back, but DeMarcado might be able to go this week. And so, and TCU just got blown out. It's like the, the loss to Oklahoma State is like one of the worst losses since at least 1993, and arguably uh, further back than that, considering they scored 14 points in the fourth quarter, and only seven of those came from the offense. Um, the other seven came from a, a fumble recovery. TCU about a 21, 21 and a half point favorite over under around 64 and a half. Uh, Daniel, do you, are you ready to go? This line shocked me when it opened. It's Kansas all day long. Uh, last week was not some aberration. It wasn't some magical Super Bowl, you know, victory. For Kansas, uh, are they terrible? Yes. Do they have a competent coaching staff that is going to do their best to keep the team focused week in and week out and just build on things they do well? I also believe yes. Uh, things he did up in Buffalo, I mean, he, he turned them into a metrically really well-performing team, and I don't know why that wouldn't happen here. Uh, TCU laying three touchdowns, like, excuse me, the way I, I know they had that great uh, win the week after Patterson left, but I feel like that's all they had in them. And 
now this thing is kind of starting to fall apart and they're right back to where they were. Whereas it's just a lot of points to cover against a team that cares against a team that's engaged 21 and a half is hanging at a couple places right now. Five dimes still has it. Heritage is hanging at 21 and a half. Give that to me all day long. You're kidding me that these, the frogs have to go, go score, you know, four scores to cover this thing against a Kansas team that frankly is engaged and cares. I agree with you, but what scares me about it is Kansas coming off the big win. Sure. Yeah. I mean, they're still celebrating, right? I mean, they're getting NIL deals out of this thing. Like this is huge for them. They're, this is crazy. And, and I don't fault them. Right. And I, I went back, you know, I went back and looked at the, the 2016 game for Texas and I looked at it for Kansas. I do expect a letdown here. Now it's hard to say how much there was last year. It was a rivalry game or last time this happened. It was a rivalry game with Kansas state um, and they lost, but it's hard What what I'm with you in the fact that no quarterbacks, no running backs, kind of a problem. And I do think Kansas has a lot down here. But like you said, they care enough to put up a fight. I like this quarterback for Kansas. He's playing the rest of the season for them. I'm going to, I'm with you, the 21 and a half, but I am afraid of that letdown. So are you taking Kansas plus 21 and a half as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I guess I trust Kansas staff enough. It's a staff who's been around the block and has rebuilt a program before. And it's like the first thing they're going to grab onto is, hey, enjoy this awesome win. And the first thing we do tomorrow when we watch film is put this behind us and get ready for TC next week. That's all. I, I guess it's, it comes down to – I, I think I'm every coach, every coach goes out and says it, but obviously we know that these things happen. I mean, this is, it feels like it could be a program building win, right? The coach Leopold, oh, he's, he yeah. spoke about the OU game, giving them confidence. Then they go out and win this one. But at the same time, we also said 2016 would be program building with Beatty and well. Hey, look, look on the other side of the coin. If you, told me that half the roster was hung over for two days i you know i believe you sure yeah i don't blame you i would be too if i was one of those kids on that kansas team you kidding me i'd be blacked out six hours after the whistle had blown and hung over for two days so i'm disappointed the goalpost didn't come down in lawrence i wanted them in the pond they tried to get in there they tried and the police were like no we're not playing that game uh yeah uh because the plan was originally to register Jalen Daniels, and and this week, uh, uh, Leipold mentioned that he talked with Daniels and his parents, and he's going to play. So he's going to play out the rest of the season. Uh, Leipold didn't. Uh, I'm going to read this line directly from KansasCity.com. As he often, as he's often done, Leipold declined to name a starting quarterback in his. Uh, Tuesday press conference for Saturday's road game at TCU, but his smile basically gave away his intentions when Daniel, when admitting Daniels was going to play in some capacity on Saturday. So Jalen Daniels is going to be the starter for the rest of the season, barring injury, uh, which good, please don't. Um, I would like to see Bean come in at a different position. Bean's okay. special. If, I like we, if we all pick Kansas, it's the kiss of death here. And, uh, TCU, and wins TCU will, will win points. by, will blow, have a nice big blowout game. And then, get to five wins and then lose next week. So um, we need you to do us a favor. You're already winning. Take TCU. 
Let's go. Horned Frogs, they need your support. I'm looking at the total. Do it for Patterson. I'm looking at the total. How can we all win? Uh, For Gary? Yeah. I'll do it for Gary when Gary comes on the podcast. 64 and a half, man. Ooh. That's high. Unders have been three of the last five games. And that is a man, 64. That is a high total. I don't know what I like here. I I, I want to stay away from this, uh, but I can't, so I won't. You know what? Under 64 and a half. I'm going to take it. I, with all the injuries at TCU's offense, like I think they'll still be okay. Um, I think Kansas will put up some points because uh, they run the ball very well, and TCU cannot stop the run to save their life, as we saw last week. So I, I, I'll take the under here. I think both teams score, but I, yeah. I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for the injuries, I would probably be on TCU's side. Yeah, yeah. But, and, you know, who knows? after last week, who knows how they feel. Um, you know what was really nice about last week? You know who Kansas won a game? So did, uh, so did Kansas State. So did Baylor. There's three payouts for me at Symbol. Uh, proud sponsor here of the 10-12 podcast. Symbol, of course, is the stock market for sports that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. Symbol, you can trade sports teams like stocks, and every time your team wins, you earn cash. Use your sports knowledge on Symbol to buy low, sell high, and earn cash payouts when the teams that you own win. I enjoyed that. Uh, visit Symbol.com, S-I-M-B-U-L-L.com. Create a free account. And when you make your first deposit, use the promo code NETWORK12, N-E-T-W-O-R-K-1-2, for a money-back guarantee. So here's how this works. Make your deposit up to $500. If you lose any money in the first 90 days, Simple will refund you your initial deposit, no questions asked. So, deposit up to $500. Play around for 89 days. If you've lost money and you're like, this isn't for me, let Simple know and they'll refund you all your money. The money you deposited, even what you lost. No harm, no foul. It's a great way to try it out. See how you feel about it. The college football season still going on. NFL season still going strong. NHL, NBA, they've got all of those. So, symbol.com, promo code NETWORK12. Take part in their awesome money back guarantee. I, I enjoy it. I don't need my money back. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm making money right now with my shares, so it's not like I need money back. Uh, I will have the pick three picks up this week. I had them up last week, and uh, and I forgot to actually make my picks. Yeah, I did. I forgot. I told you, it has been a really... Investing advice. I don't need my money back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I forgot to make my picks last week in the pick three. It's been a long week. It's it. I could use a slowdown. Basketball season is finally here, Big 12 fans. And for your home for men's and women's basketball, come to Midwest Madness. We are doing game coverages going over game analysis, different rankings of teams, and consistently looking at the best matchups in the conference. You're not going to want to miss out on all the amazing basketball coverage we have, so go check out Midwest Madness. Available wherever you listen to podcasts. Moving on from that, moving back down the list, uh, we are Kansas State hosting Baylor. This is, ooh, I'm We've got to watch this game. I am I am excited for this game. I'm going to go first because this is going to set set up some of your thoughts, okay? Okay. If okay. you don't mind. Well, please. The okay. floor is yours. Yeah, I think so. I'm taking K-State minus one. Okay. 
Take them to cover. Bet online's hanging a pick them, but I was gonna say, isn't there a pick them? Yeah, I, mean, bet online, yeah no, I mean, bet online's real. Let's go pick them. Okay, we're I'm going Kansas State, and the reason why is because it makes absolutely no sense at all whatsoever. So it's like someone, people way smarter than me, know something to even set this line here in the first place. Just give me the Wildcats. And I'm not even going to watch the game. Well, not literally, but that's it. There's no other so, reason other than this makes no sense. The one thing I was surprised about, because when the line came out, it caught my attention. And I was looking for it based on what you've said in previous weeks. I was looking to see if it was going to move. Because if it didn't move, then that was going to be a flag that, hey, something's weird going on. But it did move. It went to Baylor's side for a while. Mm-hmm. Now it's back. it's kind of back. I mean, you could still get it out of Pickham, but um, other lines, I think it's like one or two in K-State's favor again. So that was really interesting. What do you make of that movement? I, I have nothing sharp to add here. I, I, I don't really know what's going on. My, my number is I have Baylor as a favorite in this game. Um, I, I won't be betting this in real life with real money. If I do, I'll dabble in the under. Um, but I might have even missed that number as well. I have, I have Baylor as like almost a six-point favorite this season. So the fact that I'm so wrong, when that happens, when I'm off by like, let's say a touchdown on, on a game with a lower total conference game like this, I'm probably the one that's wrong here. You know what I mean? It's like all these books, they're not wrong. And I'm the one right guy that's going to make all this money. So it's so off that it's like, Hey, I'm just going to stay away. I'm going to stand back. I don't totally get this. And we still got, you go pull up all the moves and it's like K state is is the side that sharps have been hit whether or not K-State's going to win or not. I don't know, but like, that's where the money's been coming in. That's where the steam moves have been coming in. So look, I don't know what's going on for the game. I'm taking K-State, but carry on. I don't, I have nothing. I have nothing to offer you. So I think part of the problem is people, people are high on Baylor uh, because Baylor just beat Oklahoma. They're having a really good season. You forgot that they lost to DZU two weeks ago. And no one's really paid attention to Kansas State because they started 3-0 and and then they lost three straight. But they lost three straight to Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. And when Iowa State was still playing really well. Um, and now they've won four in a row. And Kansas State playing, this is this is the Kansas State team. They had a bunch of injuries when they faced Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. They didn't help them any. I think Kansas State's playing their best football right now. Um, to your point, part of the other reason for this line uh, our good friend Parker Fleming at, at Stats War on Twitter, his projection has this as a a one point win for Kansas State, and it's not even a full point. It, his it it's like thirty nine point two two versus thirty eight point three. Uh, S and P Plus has Baylor as a one point favorite. So like all the projections show this to be a very very close game. It's just it's going to come down to what side you're on. Uh, I mean, I I think we all just. I mean, the pickup makes sense. I, I I think. Oh man, everybody's on K State, and we're gonna talk about another game this the same way. Like either everybody's right and it's this obvious, or everybody's just way wrong. And I'm gonna play fade the public because I think the public and everybody's on K State. All no, the betters no, 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 are. No. The, Baylor Baylor's getting the tickets. Oh, Baylor is? Yeah. As, um, I mean, right now, when I'm tracking, Baylor's getting almost 70% of the tickets. 
I I think Kansas State's really good. I think the I I say really good. I think Kansas State's a good team this year. I think they had a, a bad spot when they were hurt. I think Baylor is a good team this year. I think they do some things these two teams that that kind of conflict with each other. I think this will be a low scoring game. Uh, and I cannot take another total. I've already taken three totals. I can't do another one. It's just too much. Because uh, I want to kind of take the uh, the over. All the projections have like 38, 37, 39, 38. Everybody's got this game total in the 70s, right? But the total is 50. Kansas has got a good defense. Baylor's got a good defense. Um, you know what? I cannot take another total. You got to be kidding me. I'm going to take all totals this week. It's just what I'm going to do. Um, yeah. No, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Baylor. I am. I don't know. I have no. I have no idea. I really don't because coming into the week, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a tough spot for Baylor at Kansas State. And then the line comes out like this. I'm like, man. I guess everyone thought the same thing I did. I think Baylor still ekes out a close one in Manhattan because I do think Baylor is slightly the better team. So I'll take Baylor as a pick. That leaves me. Yes. To pick a side. Uh-huh. Or a total. Okay. That's not happening. Okay. You know, you mentioned that the analytics have it pretty close. Um, efficiency ratings, BCF. Uh, they have Kansas State as a point and a half favorite, actually. And if you look... The biggest advantage is when Kansas State has the ball, their offense has more of an advantage than when Baylor has the ball. Statistically, Kansas State's probably a lot better than you realize, than most people realize. Baylor's flashy. They're going to done right now. Uh, but they're only one and three against the spread on the road. Kansas State's four and two at home. I'm going with Daniel. I'm going to take Kansas State in the pick'em to pull off the upset at home. Is it? Is it really? Is it really an upset? I mean, no, not, not really when it's a pick'em, but either no, thirteenth in the nation won't count as an upset. It's always weird when it's an upset because we choose whether it's an upset or not based off of Vegas numbers and not based off ranked versus unranked team. Like you know what I mean? Like it's so weird to me. Uh, okay, last game of the day in the Big Twelve. Texas Tech hosting Oklahoma State night game. Uh, Texas Tech can have they're doing a blackout. You know the the team that ever that everybody copies is doing the same thing OSU did last week. I kid, obviously. Uh, okay, Oklahoma State is a ten and a half point favorite over the Red Raiders. Over under set at fifty six and a half. Man, I you know they blew out. Look, Oklahoma State starting defense the last three weeks have allowed a grand total of nine points. I mentioned Texas TCU scored 14 in the fourth quarter. Their first touchdown offensively came against the backups. The second touchdown was a defensive score by TCU. The starting defense for Oklahoma State the last three weeks has given up a grand total of nine points. I think that streak ends this week. I think Texas Tech at home is going to do well. We can play the whole like TC Texas OSU for the last few weeks has had the like team coming off of a big upset win. Uh, did it against West Virginia after they beat Iowa State. Now they're coming to do it against Texas Tech after they went over Iowa State. They're they're riding all these highs. You got a, a quarterback that nobody had tape on who's playing in his second start. I think Texas Tech with Eric Azucama is going to be able to put up some points. All right, I'm just. 
Uh, I, I will take uh, Texas Tech uh, plus 10.5 in this one. I think OSU wins this game, but I think it's only about a touchdown. So, hey, This is interesting. As an Oklahoma State fan, this game scares me. Right, I'm officially to the point now where every game scares me because I'm buying into the Cowboys being good. My fear is that Cowboys are buying into it. They're starting to kind of believe the hype and especially after last week, if they get, you know, they're getting a lot more national attention and there's playoff talk. Now it's, this is a, this is kind of a tricky game to go to Lubbock. Historically, they haven't been too awful in Lubbock. They went to Lubbock in 2011. And oddly, this season is starting to represent that 2011 season a little bit. They lost Iowa State. And that game in 2011 was billed to be the Cowboys. It, it was going to be a tough get out for the Cowboys. And it ended up being 66 to 6 or something stupid like that. I'm going to double check the. It's one of the. It's, it's the like. 66 to 6. It's, it left a great uh, meme. Yeah. I don't know. This game, efficiency has Oklahoma State as nearly a 14-point favorite. Surprisingly, the biggest advantage in this game is when Oklahoma State has the ball versus the Texas Tech defense. I'm going to go with the Cowboys to cover the the 9.5. I like it at under 10. If I get under 10 at that 9.5, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. See, there's no – there's no – is there a 9.5 anywhere on earth? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I filled okay. I filled this out on Monday. I don't know if the lines moved. I need to look. I I've got a ten. Yeah, Super give him the ten. He could push. He could push. Like yeah, there's ten. plenty of tens. I'm gonna buy down half a point. All right. <laughs> OSU minus ten. All right, Daniel. You know Texas Tech is five and zero against the spread in the last oh. five games against Texas Tech or against Oklahoma State. Hmm. Is that crazy? Hmm. How did you know Oklahoma State's four on the road against the spread? Yeah, last they're five and zero in the last five against the spread. I totally called last week's game against TCU. I said absolute blowout, clamp down on D. I'm picking the over in this game. You heard me. I'm taking an over. So rarely happens. I'm taking an Oklahoma State elite defense over. This feels like the kind of game where Texas Tech is going to hang around and be scrappy and maybe put up a little more points than they're supposed to because Oklahoma State has a huge game next week that they got to look ahead to. I would love to – I was actually going to take Texas Tech with you, Philip, but I got to do a little gamesmanship here and try to make up some ground on you, right? So – I'm going to go with the over because I do think Texas Tech hangs around just a little bit. You know, like the game will be a little too close for some reason in the third quarter. And then, you know, whatever, 10, 14 point win or something for Oklahoma State. But uh, what do they got this thing out right now? 56 and a half, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they're giving 56 and a half right now to betters with Oklahoma State's elite defense tells me that uh books maybe sort of want your under money they'd love a little under money on this game right now because because this game's going to go over frankly uh oklahoma state's going to put up points texas tech's going to hang around a little bit 
The elite D is going to take a little bit of a breather this week before the big game. And we're looking at, you know, um, it's going to be like a, a, a 34, 30, 37, 30, something like that. Going with the over, give it to me. Okay. Over 56 and a half done. Uh, okay. Well, I know fans in uh, Texas Tech fans are very excited for coming off their big win. They've got six wins. They're going to a bowl game. Now they're going to host uh, a top 10 team in Oklahoma State. So they're going to be there that night game. It's going to be crazy. And you know they have a reputation to uphold in Lubbock. So we plenty of people tailgating. There are no tailgates complete without a grill. No grill is complete without gridiron metalworks. Collegiate branded grills and grill, uh, grill grates and griddles for every grill. Uh, I, I'm not going to read the script. Look, guys, this stuff is freaking <laughs> awesome. Okay. I can't read scripts right now. They're freaking cool. They're beautiful. You can have whatever you want to cook. You can get the nice, nice grill marks of the Texas Tech logo or the Oklahoma State logo right into whatever you're grilling. And and look, go to the site. You're going to look and be like, well, they don't, they don't have my grill. That's okay. If you don't see it listed, <coughs> you can enter your dimensions and get a grill grate or griddle custom cut for your grill. Done. Plus, they offer a variety of cool home decor items like flower pots, stainless steel bookends, coasters and can coolers all in the actual school colors not to just like well it's 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 kind of orange it's kind of red no the actual school colors the holidays are coming we all have the diehard college fan that's hard to shop for i bet they don't have a texas tech west virginia kansas state oklahoma state texas oklahoma grill grate or griddle go to gridironmetal.com g-r-i-d-i-r-o-n metal.com use the promo code 1012 for 15% off your first order no shipping shipping is free through the end of the year as far as I know make sure to get your order in, in in early this stuff is custom cut okay they don't just have a warehouse and stuff that's been prepped and ready to go so go to the website place your order the link is in the show notes in case you need to get there directly all right this stuff is super cool I am excited I know I'm gonna get a griddle I'm going to be really sad on Christmas because I want one. Uh, so go to Gridiron Metal, promo code 1012, 15% off your first order. Be putting the perfect grill marks on your meat, whatever. I don't, I, I'm not even going to try and segue out clever. I don't have it left, any left. Yeah. Welcome to Between Two Bears, the newest 1012 Network podcast. Uh, this is Matt Isbear. I'm going to introduce my co-host, Evan Abear, uh, to give you a quick idea of what the show is about. Yeah, Between Two Bears is going to be a, it's going to be a great, sorry, Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid, Between Two Bears is going to be a great look at the silly and sometimes stupid side of Baylor sports. Hey, I'm going to try one more time. Between two bears. Okay, uh, Evan. Evan's gonna go take a nap, um, but we are excited to join the Ten Twelve Network along with the rest of their already great lineup of Big Twelve podcasts. Check them out at Ten Twelve Network on Twitter and us as well at Matt is Bear and at Evan Haybear. Uh, Sickum Bears. Uh, okay, non-pick 12 picks, boys. Uh, Chris, what do you want? Oh, man, that is the question. Daniel, I was going to ask you this. Before recording, this is the game I was going to ask about. Yeah. 
I typically stay away from the Power Five. But this Michigan-Maryland game is kind of interesting. And the, and the fact that Michigan's only a 14.5-point favorite, efficiency has them winning by more than three touchdowns. They're 8-2 and two against the number. Maryland's 3-7. and seven. Why should I not take Michigan here? I mean, actually, I got a lot of stuff on Michigan. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a game that I'm like going to be too invested in, but mm-hmm. like, if you just like made me pick this game right now, uh, I would either lean total or Michigan. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a lot of interest in Maryland personally. It's just the near touchdown value sure. between efficiency and the numbers. But I'll, I'll write it. I'm going to take Michigan. Hey, I don't have coastal ride right now. I got to find something. All right, Michigan, I can get you a 14 and a half. How does that sound? Perfect. Okay. Uh, Daniel, what you want? I'm going to kick myself because there's two games that I really like a lot. And uh, whichever one I pick is going to lose, and the one I don't pick is going to win. So uh, here we go. Because I have more money on the other one, I'll pick the one I have less money on. So that when it loses, I'm not as pissed. Rice is going to cover plus nine this week against UTEP. Uh, historically, Rice plays UTEP pretty well. And this is a pretty darn low total. I mean, 47, we're going to see this thing come down probably into the 46 and a half, 46 range by kick. And UTEP is having a good season by their standards. But this game is suited, this total and the way UTEP played is suited well to let Rice hang around. Um, I mean, you know, every spot system, and I really rattle them off every week, but, you know, uh, against the spread losing streak with a low total, visiting dog with a low low total, visiting conference, spread differential. This game has everything. Rice plus nine. Rice plus nine. All right. Ranked Louisiana on the road at Liberty this week. Uh, Liberty, the line is up to uh, four and a half point favorite. Uh, fun little fact. Uh, as a road underdog, under Billy Napier, Louisiana is three and eight straight up, but they are eight and three against the spread. Liberty probably wins this game, but I still like Louisiana a lot. I think they can cover the four and a half. I like the history in, that they have in games like this, so I will take Liberty plus four and a half against. I'm sorry, uh, Louisiana plus four and a half on the road at Liberty this weekend. Okay, upset picks. And and I'm going to go first because it's going to lead into a conversation I want to have with you guys, uh, and you specifically, Daniel. Uh, for the past, I think, three weeks, every national podcast I've been listening to has been calling for Oregon's going to go on the road to Utah and lose. Utah's going to beat Oregon. They're going to upset Oregon. Utah's going to upset Oregon. And you start to hear a lot of, like, well, they're going to play Oregon here, and they're probably going to have to face each other in the Big 12 or the Pac-12 title game, and there's no way Oregon's beating Utah twice, right? Okay, I got all that. Um, I'm always weird in spots where everybody is on an upset. and has been on it forever, right? Like, everybody is. And I'm curious if Vegas has set this line, because they have Utah as roughly a three-and-a-half-point favorite, three-point favorite, depending upon where you shop. Is, is part of this line being set the way it is because they also think Utah will win this game or because they're paying attention to what everybody has been saying and playing off of that? Uh, 
No, I, I first answer is I don't know, right? I'm not in the room with line makers, so I need to give like that complete qualification. Sure. I do not think I don't think they set this line off of anything other than their in-house numbers. I don't think they're taking narrative into account or anything like that. I think that the the one or two books that sort of set these lines for the whole world and that everybody copies, I think those books pretty much determined that, okay, Utah is a, you know, two to three point favorite in this spot. And that's the line we're going to open and we're going to let the world bet it as they see fit. I think that's exactly what happened. Okay. Um, I bring this game up because, and you know, I'm probably wrong. Everybody's probably right. Utah probably wins this game. Oregon's playoff hopes are dashed. Uh, but I'm going to take Oregon. I've taken Oregon before uh, when they were a dog against UCLA. It worked out for me. Uh, I'm going to take them again. Oregon gets up for big games. They play up and down to competition. It's why they can't put away teams they should beat easily. It's why they lose to teams like Stanford. Like, I know Utah's playing significantly better with Cam Rising at quarterback, especially on offense. But uh, Oregon gets, a, gets up for the big games. Like, they get prepared for the big games. I could be wrong here. Maybe they just cover the spread, but I'm going to go ahead and just take Oregon to go on the road and beat Utah. Daniel? I love that pick. I uh, I wanted to maybe even go there, but... I can't you can join me. It's fine. It's really no, nice over no, here. No, no, no. This one's not sexy. I got Air Force as sort of a four-point favorite over Nevada Friday night. And I sort of don't understand. It, it opened minus two, instantly went to pick them. Then people sort of took Nevada. Uh, you know, Nevada's getting a lot of hype, NFL quarterback uh, behind center. But this game sort of bodes well for Air Force, and especially if they can get a lead. Nevada's off a tough game last week as well. Uh, I mean, it's sort of a, a similar setup to last week. Nevada had a tough time with San Diego. It's going to be a similar game for them this week against Air Force. Air Force is a dog, and I don't necessarily agree with it. Air Force is going to win the game straight up. All right. Chris? I don't really have a game here. I've been you're looking, li- you're looking allowed. You're allowed to forfeit this and take the loss. Oh, okay. That was- I mean, at that point, you just, you just throw a dart at the board and – See what happens. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. There's a couple of Pac-12. There's a couple. Hmm, I was just looking at Virginia Tech, Miami, taking Virginia Tech on the road there. But I think I'm going to go with Hawaii at home against Colorado State. I think they're two and a half point dog. Mm-hmm. No real reason other than. A lot of the there's not a lot of home dogs where it's relatively close this week, um, especially anybody who performs well against the number. It's pretty much dialing at this point in the season. Just kind of a dart throwing at a wall and hoping to hit something. Hey, sometimes it's all you can do, and sometimes it 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 finds pay dirt, and that's perfectly okay. All right. Uh, guys, it's been awesome. I would love to sit here and banter for a while longer, but my, my voice just isn't going to hold up that long. So, uh, everybody, thanks. You're a, you're a, a sweetheart. Uh, 
Follow us on Twitter at 1012network, T-E-N, the number 12, the word network. Follow us on the gram at 1012pod. I'm like one week on, one week off over there. So like we'll do things for a week and then I don't do anything for a week. I Whatever. Uh, I do have some people who like to DM me over there. The DMs are open. Feel free to chat uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, follow our friend Daniel Alexander at DannerB7 on Twitter. If you want to ask him some some thoughts or advice, he's happy to welcome you into the Slack chat, which is going pretty strong. Uh, you can follow Chris on Twitter as well. Forget his personal one. Just follow at the underscore LGG. That is for the Land Grant Gauntlet, who we partner with as well. If you want some good uh, Big 12 news and information, go check the site out. Thanks to all our sponsors here. Uh, make sure you check out uh, or go to 1012network.com where you can find all of the 1012 Network shows. We'll be back on Monday with Andy and Jamie. Hopefully my voice will be back to normal and uh, we'll talk to y'all then. Sports Social Podcast Network.